Nicholas shares his story from darkness to lunacy to light. So, uh, I guess growing up I had a relatively normal childhood, but as I got older, I sensed uh, a lack of purpose, a need for something more. Like, I, I felt there was no purpose to life. Although I was living what maybe the world might see as a normal life, I was very uh, rebellious and uh, prideful. I wanted, I definitely wanted control over my life. Just a lot of bad negative things that I came to learn later on. I never was an atheist. I always believed that there was a God, but who he was was a mystery to me. It wasn't until I met this pastor who invited me to ask any question Bible study, pretty much invited anyone to come and ask any questions that he would answer in a biblical way. It intrigued me, and I went every week with a couple friends. Week by week, after he started answering some of our questions, I was realizing that there was a lot of substance, a lot of, uh, I guess you would say, converging evidence that led me to believe that the Bible could be true and that Jesus could be, you know, my Lord and Savior. When I came to that realization, I would say it took probably close to a year of really just going every week, getting my questions answered, and, and scattered, I would also attend church too, and that also helped, but I really got a lot out of the study um, on a more personal level with the pastor. It basically came down to one day at church after, you know, all my, my pretty much all my questions being answered and me thinking it through, um, that I, you know, bowed in prayer and the pastor led me in a, in a prayer that where I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. But there's a backstory to this. Right. Um, can we, can we talk about that a little bit? I was in college down in Florida studying um, music and recording arts. I didn't know what was going on at the time, but something wasn't right mentally. I would just start to um, zone out. It was hard for me to get through school and pay attention and focus. And this, it was a gradual buildup. Uh, and at the time, I didn't know what it was. But later, when I got home after I did graduate barely, I had an episode where... Um, all these thoughts built up and I pretty much had a severe episode of schizophrenia where I broke a mirror in my bathroom, uh, drove around recklessly, basically eluded the police. I, I didn't pull over and that all led to me being put in a rehabilitation center or a, a psych ward um, for about three weeks. It was there that I learned that I was suffering from schizophrenia and when I first heard it, I didn't really know what it was, as I think a lot of people still who don't really have it or know someone who has it. It's, it's a very strange sounding word to me. And uh, when the doctor said that I had it and that what it was, it was bending my thinking to a false reality. I, I didn't believe him. I thought I thought he was in on it, um, that, you know, the, the whole world was just playing a game with me. I almost didn't want to accept it. I didn't think I needed a medication. Um, I thought I was fine um, and that it was everyone else and not me. And ultimately, God used that to get my attention in the end because um, it taught me a lot about humility, um, about how I'm not always going to be in control. It's God who's ultimately in control. He showed me who he was, and he really guided me through it day by day because it wasn't like I just snapped out of it once I was on a medication and getting help and treatment. Um, it was a daily grind, waking up every day and just, you know, taking it baby steps. You know, there was a point where I 
didn't even want to shower. I wouldn't, I wasn't working really or very minimally. And I would just kind of go into my own world, like, 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 a, like a daydream. When people ask me, what's it like being in an episode or, or suffering from schizophrenia? What I like to say is, um, I ask them, have you ever had like a daydream where you're like, you know, sitting at a chair, looking out the window. And then I said, just multiply that by like a thousand. And that's, and that's ultimately, you know, what it's like. It almost overtakes the reality and you go into this false reality of your own making. So um, as I was saying, God used all that ultimately to, I mean, obviously I came to faith, so he used all that to bring me to him. And I definitely got my attention. So, um, where did you see your breakthrough with God coming into your life? The Ask Any Questions study definitely answered a lot of my questions. How do we know that the Bible's reliable? The question of pain and suffering. He answered all these in um, such a biblical, precise way that, I mean, it wasn't an exact moment, but there was like a few weeks of me going there where it was just like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And it was just like, okay, well, if this adds up here and this adds up there, could this be true? Like, could the Bible be the actual word of God? And could Jesus be Lord and Savior? And there was a moment, as I said, at church where I was like, you know, when is enough evidence enough? And at church on a Sunday, I did bow my head and the pastor led the whole congregation in a prayer where I did accept Christ baptized like a few years later i mean i'm sorry a year later yeah and it's just been an ongoing pursuit of christ an ongoing journey where he guides me each and every day um i talk to him daily i still struggle with so many things as we all do but i'm i'm you know i i know that i'm saved through christ and that he's working in my life so there's a piece to that so i you have this book that you wrote mm-hmm. imaginary things um and um You've sold over 500 copies of this book. And uh, what I like about it in your subtitle is it says, From Darkness to Lunacy to Light. Yep, that was the journey. So I would love to know how the light has transformed your life. How did the light of Christ come into your life and totally transform your thinking? Um, Well, once he came into my life, it was a whole new ball game because um, there was a purpose to things. It was no longer meaningless. It was, I know that I'm here for a purpose to serve God and his kingdom. And there was excitement to that. I was just excited. And then when I looked back at my story, I was like, I have to share this. You know, this is this whole transformation to where I'm at now. You know, it was, it's amazing where, where I was and where God, what God took me through and then where I am now. So now when I wake up in the morning, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to start the day. I want to see what God's going to do in my life for today. I have a passion for music. So I write a lot of um, songs, uh, obviously wrote the book. Um, and I, I like serving in the church, witnessing to people, sharing my story. I recently got married, which has been awesome. I got married a month ago. So that's now I'm kind of starting a whole new chapter in my life. And there was a time when like I, I couldn't even work full time just because it was so exhausting for my mind to handle. And now, you know, I, I have a full time working. I have all my projects with the music and the book. I'm married. I live on my own now with my wife. Um, and to, and it's, it's not so much tooting my own horn about that. It's more 
showing how God can take someone in the darkest place and, and bring them out of it. Mm. So peace and comfort. And, and there's still trial and tribulation, but like, I feel like I'm more prepared for it now with Christ in my life. Just by God coming into your life, he shaped the way you thought. Mm-hmm. He transformed the way you thought. Um, and you're now a worship minister, right? You do worship services. Uh, well, now with the, the band. COVID, yeah, I do the band. Yep, exactly. And um, what what is um, the band? Does is the band in the church? No, it's it's my own it's my own rock band. Okay, so that's what you do. But I have served in the worship team too. Um, at okay. church, drums. So yeah, that's great. That's great. So that's your ministry right now is kind of going into your church and 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 working there with yep. the worship. Um, that and um, yeah, and just sharing my story with the book and 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 I like to go to, um, like I said, um, different colleges or even multi-faith organizations or Bible studies and just share my story. So yeah, I, I just Great. know there's a lot of people hurting out there. There's a lot of people struggling with all different types of things. Um, I just want to say that no matter what you're struggling with, um, God can, God is all powerful and can take you out of anything. Um, he can also use that pain and suffering for your good too. Um, I'm a perfect example of that, that looking back on it as hard as it was. And I probably didn't even realize how hard it was at the time, but looking back, it just seems like, how did I even get through that? And it's, it's all because of God, because of Christ guiding me through it. And um, for anyone struggling with any kind of mental illness or addiction or whatever it may be, just know that God is with you and he knows and he understands and he can help guide you out of it. There, there was a time when I thought, you know, there was no light at the end of the tunnel and I was hindsighted. You know, God is bigger than we are, and uh, his ways are higher than our ways. So um, even when you can't see a light at the end of your tunnel, doesn't mean that it's not there. So I would just keep that in mind. I can't say how important it is to read the Bible, place your faith in Christ, and, and learn more about him, wanting to know more about him, and talking to him daily. If you like this video and want to see more, hit the like and subscribe. And if you check the bell, you will always get a notification of a new video.